Is walking enough? If you want to be fit, healthy, and active right now in your life and then for many years to come, is it enough to be a daily walker? Hey friend, my name is Megan Dahlman. As a certified trainer and nutrition coach, I'm on a mission to change the conversation around fitness, nutrition, and taking care of ourselves as moms. If you're tired of restrictive fad diets and all or nothing workouts, in a culture that tries to sell you the lie that your value is tied to the number on the scale, then you're in the right place. I'm here to equip and encourage you to take simple steps towards the healthy life you want for yourself and the people you love. Welcome to Self-Care Simplified. Okay, is walking enough? Let me get straight to the point because the short answer is yes and no. (laughs) Okay, I know that's a really annoying answer, but that's why I'm recording this episode for you because the answer is a little bit more nuanced and I, I wanna lay it all out for you so that you know without a shadow of a doubt what you should and can be doing right now for you to feel your absolute best. Um, right now and for many years to come, right? Kind of our goal with all of these things is, is longevity. I want you to feel your, your best for many, many years. Okay. So a month or so ago, we had a really fun photo shoot for the company. We asked some gals in their fifties, sixties, and seventies to help us out and actually model for the photo shoot. And they were wonderful. We had Dana, we had Paula, we had Benna, and Paula and Benna, actually, they knew each other from the neighborhood walking group. So a couple years ago, some of the ladies in their neighborhood had organized this daily walking group that meets every morning at like 6 a.m. I think it's at 6 a.m., but they go for about a two to three mile walk every day. It's amazing. They are so consistent with it. So over the course of the few hours that we spent together, with this photo shoot, I was, you know, I wanted to get some good images of some of the movements that I train the women through that I work with. You know, I wanted to, to show in real life, like, what are the movements? Like, if you work with me, what are the things that we're going to do? So I led them through some of those stretches, some of those exercises. And each of those ladies said to me, cause, cause they've never actually trained with me before, but I led them through those movements. And each of those ladies said to me, wow, I need to do this more. This feels so good. Oh my goodness. I feel like this is exactly what my body needs more of. I need to do this more, you know, and, and later Benna and I, Benna is 75 and, and she and I had been chatting and she said, man, you know, we walk every single day. We've been doing that for years. We've been really careful to just stay so active, but is that really enough? Are there other things that I should be doing for my health, for my body? So the problem is that many women like Dana, like Paula, like Benna, they, they want to feel fit. They want to be active. They want to feel healthy for as long as possible. So they are doing an amazing job at carving out this time to walk every day. And they're really consistent with it, which in itself is highly commendable, very impressive. However, they might not be realizing that their body needs more variety 
Or if they do realize that, you know, the light bulb kind of comes on, they're like, oh my gosh, I need to bring in a little bit more variety to my routine. That feels overwhelming. Like, where do I start? How do I incorporate that? So what ends up happening is that walking, you know, well, it's better than nothing, right? <laughs> okay, I, I know that the world of fitness can feel downright confusing. Like, what are the best things to do? Should you lift some weights? Should you do yoga? Should you get your heart rate up on the elliptical or try to add in more jogging? You know, there never feels like a clear enough answer of what you're supposed to be doing for your health, which is why we all default to the path of least resistance. And that path of least resistance is going to be whatever is familiar to you and, and something that is simple to do. And for most women, this is walking every day. For other women, this is going through old workout DVDs, you know, doing that old aerobics cassette tape, the VHS you had from years ago. You know, for others, it's, it's showing up and doing that same class at the gym you've been doing for years and years and years. But the problem is that you, you don't feel like your body is actually achieving its potential. Like something still feels like it's missing. You're like, yeah, I'm active, but, but when I do certain movements, they feel really hard. I feel like my balance isn't that great. I feel like I'm, you know, not as coordinated as I thought I was. I feel like I'm not as strong as I really want to be. And you suddenly realize like, there's other things I think I should be doing. I just don't know what those things are. And I hate that fitness is so confusing for you. I hate that. And I want you to know that my goal is to always simplify this process for you so that it doesn't feel like you always have to default to the thing that you've been doing for the last 40 years. I want to simplify it for you so that you can actually feel amazing and get the results that you want for your body. Not long ago, I came across a really popular YouTube channel for 50 plus women. And it, these were full of at-home workouts. They were simple to follow along with, but just two minutes into watching one of these routines, and I watched a couple of them because I was like, who is this lady? What are we doing here? I could see instantly that it was just a bunch of random bouncing movements that got your heart rate up and gave you this impression that you were getting a really good workout. And she incorporated a couple of little hand dumbbells here and there, but the the whole routine was not balanced. There was no, um, just the way it was designed and what she was doing, there was no like strategy to any of it or any functionality. It's like, this doesn't transfer to daily living. And I could tell, you know, that a lot of women that were probably doing these routines are like, I feel like I'm, I'm doing a good workout here, but after months of this, you're still left wondering, why is my body still dealing with these random aches and pains? Why is my body not as resilient as I feel like it should be? And why is my body still not in that great of shape? Like seriously. So let me go back to the question I posed at the very beginning. Is walking enough? If you remember, I said yes and no. So when is walking enough? When is the answer yes? Okay, I wanna cut in here because do you think it's actually possible to make big health and life transformations in just a few minutes a day? 
I know that sounds real cute and probably a little cliche, but is it actually true? I'm sure you're thinking about your own body right now and saying to yourself, what my body really needs is a major overhaul, Megan. Going for a walk here and there and drinking more water isn't going to do jack squat. Yep, I get it. But you have to start somewhere. And jumping into the deep end with a major overhaul is the absolute worst thing you could do. You're going to get overwhelmed, frustrated, and eventually quit. I'm sure you've been there, done that. So if you're feeling like it's time to do something and you just know that your personality is going to want to try and change all the things, don't do that. And come join me in my Jumpstart 30 program instead. I'll help you jumpstart your exercise and nutrition habits the right way, the sustainable way, in just 30 days and in less than 10 minutes a day. It's way easier and actually cheaper than you think. To get started, head on over to vigeofit.com slash jumpstart, or I'll just drop the link in the show notes for you too. I'll see you there. When you are just getting started, okay, if you are working right now on getting the ball rolling, you have been sedentary for the last few years, you're like, I have zero routine, I have no intentionality, I am not an active person, I am just trying to create this intentional routine of physical activity where I'm making my body a priority because I haven't done that for years. That is the most important thing starting out. You need to do something that's familiar, something that's not scary, something that you can just walk out the door and do. Okay. It does not need to be the quote unquote most effective thing yet. We just need to get the ball rolling. You just need to get moving. Okay. So starting with something that's simple to do, something that you don't have to learn, something that's familiar, that is the absolute best thing for you. Okay. So if you're just starting out, that is when walking is enough. You do not need to do much more than that. I don't want you to get overwhelmed and think I need to have this big elaborate routine in place. No, no, no. I just want you to get a routine going. And then what that like daily movement routine ends up looking like, we can change that down the road. We just need you to get in the place where you are consistently carving out time to take care of your body every day somehow. It could be 10 minutes. Okay. The other time where walking is enough is when you're going through a really stressful season of life. If you're stressed out, you have a lot going on. Maybe, you know, your kids are going through something, work is causing you a lot of issues, you have an injury, you know, you've got this like battlefront on multiple fronts. And the last thing we need is to load up your immune system with more intensity. And this is where walking can really come in handy because it keeps you active, but in a really light intensity way, in a way that actually helps your stress levels. Okay. So that is when walking is enough. And I don't know if you remember way back on episode 222, I invited Angie Fry on the show with me and she shared with us, she went through this season of life where her, one of her children was incarcerated like really, really stressful season of life. And she got in the habit of just walking and it was enough. And that ended up snowballing to other things down the line where it was like, okay, now I kind of want to add some stretches to this. Now I want to add a little bit of core strength to this. So it snowballed naturally on its own, 
but she found herself in a season where all she could like mentally and emotionally and physically do was just walking around the block. And that was perfect. Okay. So that is when walking is enough. Walking is enough when you're just getting started and you're trying to get the ball rolling or when you're going through a really stressful season of life. It can always be that fallback. Okay. When is walking not enough? Because you know that my other side of the coin was like, no, it's not enough. Walking is not enough when you already have a routine in place. You're no longer in the, I just got to get this ball rolling phase. And you've been consistently walking for a month or two. I know a lot of ladies that are like, that's all I do. And this is all I've been doing for the last six years. Unfortunately, the walking is it's just not, it's not enough for you. Now is the time to start looking at more variety for your body and realizing that for you to feel your absolute best, to be fully functional for many years to come, to feel young and energetic and pain-free for as long as possible, it requires bringing in some other aspects of your fitness. And I have a great framework for you. I love good frameworks. I love to be organized in that way. There are actually six different aspects of your fitness, okay? I'm going to break them down for you so you're really clear on what your routine should look like, okay? The first aspect of fitness is your cardiovascular stamina. A lot of people will just say cardio. You know, I need to be doing something for my cardio. This is your heart. This is your lungs. This is getting that cardiovascular system working. We're training that. So it's, it's great for those heart and lungs. Walking, yeah, it'll help a little bit with that. Okay, but that's about it. That's about all that walking is gonna do is a little bit for your cardiovascular system. The second aspect of your fitness is your muscular strength. Walking sort of helps a little bit with this, especially if your walking route is more of a hike. Maybe there's some more hills involved where you have to use your muscles against a little bit of resistance. That resistance can be gravity, but usually after the first month of walking that same route, you're not really getting the muscular strength from it anymore. Your body has already adapted, so it's just not getting any stronger. So muscular strength is the other aspect of your fitness. Now, most people, when they think of like being in great shape, they kind of stop there. They think, yeah, it's all about cardio and muscles, right? It's just doing a bunch of cardio and it's just building up my muscle strength. But there are four other aspects of your fitness. And if these four other things are not part of the picture, you're just not gonna be in very good shape. You just won't. So the third thing is your balance. Balance is a really important aspect of your fitness. As we start to get older, that starts to come to the surface. We, we realize like, wow, yeah, balance is really important. And when I don't have it, I'm afraid that I'm gonna fall. I've seen friends of mine, I've seen my mother, I've seen people in my life that have fallen simply because they don't have balance, okay? so. Working, training your balance is so, so important. And unless you're walking along the curb <laughs> in the parking lot, chances are you're really never doing anything intentional to improve your balance. Okay, the fourth aspect of fitness is flexibility or basically like joint mobility. 
your joints to be able to move through a full range of motion, not just moving in one direction over and over and over again, but fully flexible as much as they can be. The fifth aspect of your fitness is coordination. This is kind of like patting your head and rubbing your stomach at the same time. I still can't do that, by the way. Oh my gosh. Don't feel bad <laughs> if you can't do that. Oh my gosh, this is the hardest thing. Like I, But if you practice it, you can get better at it. And that's the same that goes for any coordination on your body. If you work on it, you can get your brain to tell one thing to one part of your body and a totally different thing to another part of your body. And that's really important. It's something we lose as we age. We kind of lose that capacity for our nerves to send different signals to, to different areas of your body, but you can train it. You can get better at it. And those things are going to really help with your longevity. The final aspect of fitness is power. And no, I don't mean just power lifting. This is not like going into the gym and picking up a giant barbell. Power is basically your body's ability to contract its muscles quickly. This would be like stepping quickly to the side off the curb and your muscles being able to like hold you steady in that split second moment so that you don't completely rip your knee apart. <laughs> okay, so this would be like, quickly jumping up out of the chair, like grabbing something that's falling and not pulling a muscle. That is power. Power is basically your ability to contract quickly with force. So without all six of these things being trained in your life, your body will fall short and it will feel like your body is falling apart because you could have cardiovascular stamina. You could be cardiovascularly fit, you could have muscular strength, but if you're not flexible, if you don't have balance, you'll get hurt. You could be fully flexible. You know, you can do yoga all the time and be like the most limber person in the world. But if you don't have power, if you don't have that cardiovascular fitness, like your body just, it's not going to be as fit as it possibly can be. You're going to get hurt. So you can see how each of these aspects are absolutely essential for your body to feel its absolute best at every stage of life. Okay, so when you don't have these things in place, you know, you're going to be more prone to injury. You're going to be more prone to, to chronic issues throughout your body. This is where you're more likely to, to develop things like osteoarthritis, sarcopenia. That's where you get muscle loss as you age osteoporosis, um, even cardiovascular diseases. And I know everything I mentioned, you might be like, I don't want any of that. And even if I do have some of that now, I want to, I want to stop the progression as much as I can. And unfortunately walking just, it won't do that. Okay. Now you probably are thinking, do I need a separate routine for all of this? Because I'm suddenly really overwhelmed. <laughs> I'm suddenly overwhelmed. Like, how do I work my power? Like, do I need a whole day where I just focus on balance? Do I need to do a whole day where I do cardio? Like, how do I do all of this? Because that's six things. And it was hard for me to just like do the walking each day. No, you don't need separate routines for all of this at all. Okay. Because with a well-designed program, it can include movements and exercises that target all of these things and can actually 
check a couple boxes. I love to incorporate exercises and routines that aren't just like one, have one purpose. They actually do multiple things. They can check a few of the, those boxes. You know, they work your balance and your strength at the same time. They work your cardio and your power at the same time. You know, things that, you know, accomplish several things all at once. So just for kicks and giggles, let me give you just a sample of a routine just from my Jumpstart 30 program. I think this is day 17 and I'm going to explain what each movement works on. Okay. So first movement that we do that day is what's called a total body extension. It looks like a squat where you swing your arms behind you and then you stand up tall and you lift up on your tippy toes and you reach really high overhead full extension at the top, and then you drop back down into a squat. So this movement, what this movement is working on is your power. It's working on your cardiovascular stamina because it, it takes a lot of oxygen to do that mus that work a bunch of times. It works on your balance at the very top. It works on your strength too, all in one movement, which is pretty cool. The next exercise we do that day is something called bent over T's and W's. So this is that bent over position. You're pulling your arms back. And what that's going to do is work on the strength. So that one is primarily just muscular strength with that one. Lateral skater hops. These are pretty fun. You just kind of stand on one leg and then step over to the other leg. And if you want to add a little bit of more oomph, a little more power behind it, you can kind of leap over the other leg and try to stick the landing. What this is working on is, is your power, your balance, your strength, and your coordination all at once. Another exercise that day is a bridge with a crossover reach. So we hold a bridge position on your back. So hips are lifted in the air. You're just laying on your back hips up. And then instead of just holding that position, you're actually going to reach up and across your body. And that's going to work on strength and coordination, a little bit of flexibility too. And then we can do some other things for your core, for your balance, for your flexibility. So in just eight movements and in less than 10 minutes, we hit all six aspects of your fitness in a way that didn't feel miserable. <laughs> okay. So I just wanted to give you that example of it is totally possible to get in far better shape than you could ever imagine without having to get obsessed, without having to do something that feels miserable or scary. Okay. So compare that type of a routine with just walking which kind of marginally only checks the cardiovascular stamina box. Maybe a little bit of that strength if you've got some hills in there. You're still going to be, you know, you're still going to have underdeveloped balance, underdeveloped coordination, strength, flexibility, power, like all these other areas of your body that needs to have attention. It just will get overlooked. So right now you're probably thinking, all right, Megan, should I still be going for walks then? <laughs> should I still do that? Or should you stop walking altogether? Let me just say this. Personally, I make every effort I can to go for a nice long walk every single day. Okay. But I don't do it as my primary form of fitness. It's not my primary form of exercise. It is secondary to the kind of routine I described to you above, to the kind of routine that's far more functional, that kind of checks all those other boxes. 
I do a routine that works on flexibility, balance, coordination, muscular strength. You know, I'm, I'm lifting weights. I'm getting the power. I'm working that cardiovascular within that routine. I don't, I'm not doing a separate cardio workout. So that's my primary type of workout, but I love to walk every day. I walk for my mental health. I walk for the stress relieving benefits. I walk for just that extra movement and physical activity because it's so tempting to do a workout and then just sit the rest of the day. So I just want to stay in motion. Walking is great for that. I walk to be in community with other people, you know, to go on a walk with a friend, to have the walk and the talk and not feel like you have to do it to be fit. <laughs> like this is not a fitness walk. This is just an enjoyable walk together. I walk to be in nature. I, I walk to be alone, to pray, to worship God. Often I'm listening to music, you know, and walking, definitely incorporate it. I cannot say it enough. It's so important. But for me, it's not the thing that I'm relying on to feel, to keep feeling young and pain-free and functional for years to come, because I know that it, it just doesn't provide that. Okay. So I want to tell you a story about Beth. Beth, Beth was a walker. Beth was someone that I trained for years. Um, I have now, but when I met her, she was 61 years old and was a regular walker. Like she religiously walked every single day, but she still suffered from back pain. She had this like ongoing hip issue. Um, her doctor said that she was starting to lose muscle mass. Like she was right on the cusp of being like diagnosed with like sarcopenia. Um, and she had zero balance and, and realized that she had this, like in the back of her mind, this like continuous fear of falling. And I started working with Beth and slowly added to her walking routine. Cause she was really routine. Like she loved that routine, but we slowly walked or added to that walking routine with some like functional movements. Um, those exercises, like I described and in fact, she did my Jumpstart 30 program. Okay. So it was just follow along. It was really simple. And honestly, after just three weeks, she felt like all those little things on her body that were bothering her were beginning to disappear. And she was starting to feel muscles again. Her balance was coming back into play. Like it was just this like whoa, I'm suddenly tapping into things in my body that make me feel younger. What a cool feeling, right? Such a cool feeling. So my challenge to you is to, in fact, start with walking if you're doing nothing right now. Start there. It is the absolute best place to start. You don't have to learn something. You just put on your shoes and go. Get into a routine with that, but then don't stay there forever. I don't care how old you are. You need to start gradually incorporating movements that target all six aspects of your fitness. I'll say them again. Your cardiovascular stamina, your muscular strength, your balance, your flexibility, your coordination, and that power. Okay. And listen, if you'd rather not figure that out on your own, you don't have to. <laughs> You can trust me. I would love nothing more than to lead you through my Jumpstart 30 program and we'll bring some more variety into your routine. Um, and I'm going to make sure that we do it in a really safe progression in a way that doesn't shock your body or hurt you. Okay. All right. I hope you learned a lot today. I hope it gave you some things to think about. And hey friend, thank you so much for hanging out with me today. You know, 
Listen, I don't ask for much. In fact, I give you all of these tips and all of this value for, for free. But one thing I am gonna ask from you today is if you have learned something from me, if you get any benefit from this, could you go leave a rating, um, leave a review on your listening app? I would love that so much. It actually does help this show grow because more people can find it when there are more reviews for it. I know it's kind of funny, kind of annoying, but just take two minutes, go do that. And you know, I, I read every single one of them too. And I, I really just love hearing from you. Kind of makes me feel like I'm not here all alone, <laughs> which is great. Well, thank you so much for being with me again today. And I will meet you back here on Friday for another Ask Megan episode. Until then, be strong.